The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Falous, your host. And I hope that you are having an excellent day. I am here recording this episode as I'm looking out on a tree that is very, very close to my window. And the sunlight, the sunlight that is reaching the leaves each one from a different angle, and that's really, really beautiful. That reminds me of the many, many facets of us human beings and uh, how complex and beautiful we are. So before I go into the episode, I want to remind you that I am preparing a seven days challenge of five minutes of tapping a day. That wasn't very grammatically correct, but it's a five minute a day tapping challenge that will last for seven days. And if you want to be part of it, if you want to be receiving the daily tapping videos that are going to be based on the seventh, the seven chakras, you can just visit my website co-parentingwiththeuniverse.com and there on the homepage there is a way for you to um, register I mean to share join the mailing list so you can receive the tapping videos and that's it for the announcements Uh, I'm sure if you're part of the Facebook group and if you're not part of it you, you may want to join it because we are doing stuff, we are doing tapping, you can ask questions and I'm working on having, reaching out to each and every one of you members of that group individually to remind you that I'm here to help you and that I'm posting stuff uh, regularly in the group to respond to your questions, to answer your questions and to provide support as customized as I can, based on what I see out there um, regarding mom's challenges and and um, confusion, etc. So the group is also called Co-Parenting with the Universe, and uh, that's Facebook. I believe it's facebook.com slash groups slash Co-Parenting with the Universe, or you can go on my website and you'll you'll find a link to the group. So today's episode was inspired by a comment that I received some feedback from a mom who told me that 
she is trying and she wants to to be cooperating with the universe but her issue is that her faith is not in the way that she wanted it my faith is not here every day and that means that there are days where you have doubts and I know it happened to me and it's although it happens less and less because I've seen so much proof in my life and in the lives of the women I coach and the women I speak, that the universe is there for us. And if we only know how to align with its guidance and assistance, it's 24-7 there. And I have been actively working at the beginning to strengthen my faith. And that's what I wanted to provide for you, my dear listener, and for you all, my dear listeners, uh, today for with two ways to strengthen your faith for the days when everything seems to go sideways and you have doubts and you're maybe angry at the universe or you may be sad and afraid etc so like anything else i in the past i used to do a free master class on self-confidence and that was targeted more to an audience regarding dating and relationships but it it is the same thing in relationships, in business, in anything. Self-confidence is not something you have or don't have. It's something you cultivate or don't cultivate. Faith is the same thing. The more you cultivate your faith, the stronger it's going to be. The more you're going to be able to tap into it in days of trouble. And one way... Actually, I'm going to add a third way. I'm going to give you three ideas, three approaches, two exercises. The approach that I would suggest and invite you to embrace and to practice. I'm sure you've heard this sentence, you can approach life. And I'm not sure where it, com where it comes from. I I believe it's Einstein, but I'm not 100% sure. And of course, it's paraphrasing. It's not the exact quote, but it is. You can approach life as if nothing is a miracle or everything is a miracle. And that's really a choice that you're going to have to make if we're talking about co-parenting with the universe. Because the same way that we get signs, and I will have an episode on signs because I use them a lot in my life, but it can also play against you if you... depending on the way you practice that. The way that you get signs and you understand them... you can, I have a friend who's very, very rational. And for her... Nothing is a sign. And for her, uh, we were just having a conversation this morning because um, I need to help my son in something. And she was telling me, you need to um, get the information yourself because you can't trust fully anybody. 
And I, uh, uh, I agree with her that if we're talking about getting information from someone or like it is the case for us that uh, today with an association, you can't, you can't only rely on what they're going to tell you. You also need to do your own research, and that's true for anything. However, my answer to her was like, I'm not relying at all, and I can't trust at all one person. You know that. But you also know who I trust. And by that, she knows me. I'm in the universe. Because although I'm going to do my part, I'm going to get the information, do whatever I can to help my son in his journey, I will also look at what the universe is providing, what, di what direction it is guiding us. I have seen many times in my life where I insisted on wanting it my way and it almost almost cost, cost me my life. Let me give you an example. I was scheduled to do a colonoscopy and um, I forgot the procedure's name when you go into the stomach. So basically two procedures, one from the top and one from the bottom. And your scopy, I think, uh, I forgot the name. And the, everything was supposed to happen that's uh, on a specific day. A person who worked at the doctor's office made a mistake and canceled my appointment. So when I arrived there, I was so mad because I took the day off that I insisted that they rescheduled and I insisted that I, I insisted that I wanted it the, the week after and I pushed it. They couldn't give me one appointment for the two procedures. So I had to be uh, put to sleep twice, although it's a very light uh, anesthesia, but still. And I had to go two different days, on two different days. So I did the test. And I got the result. Everything was fine. Several months later... It came in the news that that specific doctor and that specific clinic was reusing the syringes. And several people got contaminated with HIV and with hepatitis. That went on for a few weeks. The week where I got my two appointments was part of those few weeks. So I had to go get tested I had to live with the fear that I could have been contaminated. Why? Because I insisted on doing it that day when the universe made it so that they canceled my appointment, which seemed to be a mistake, but it was, in fact, the universe's intervention. Let me give you another example. When I was waiting for my green card, I needed to go to France because my grandma didn't feel well. And it's not that it was the last visit that I had to, to go see her, but I insisted. They told me I may lose my, my uh, because my, my file was already in process and I may lose and have to start all over again. And I insisted and plus, 
at the time, my, my ex-husband was supposed to have a job. He didn't have a job anyway. So I said, I'm going to go see my grandma and I'm going to see, may, I just had a baby. Maybe I can find a way for him to work in France. I was under fear. I was acting from fear. I insisted. I left the country anyway. And actually, I missed a part of the story. I could not work yet in the US because I did not have a green card. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to France. I'm going to see if I can help him get a job and maybe I can get a job around, you know, like a part-time job to bring some income around taking care of my baby because I couldn't do it in the US. They told me, no, you cannot get out. I was so afraid that I got out anyway. I got out of the country, even though the universe said no, even though it showed me that there was a lot of resistance, even though at the time I was talking with a rabbi because I was volunteering and he told me, you know, something happened the same way for me in the past and I went to see the big, big, big head rabbi and he told me, when it's like that, don't push it. I did not listen. The message came to me from different uh, sources. I did not listen. I arrived to France and as always, I always have very strong guidance or, or vision or I don't know if you call it psychic visions in my dreams. It happened to me that I could I could predict stuff many times in my life. After a week that I was there, I dreamt that I got my green card, but I was very surprised because it was yellow. And I was like, what the heck? Why do they call it green card? I called my, ex my ex-husband who stayed in the U.S. at the time, and I said, do you know what dream I had that last, last night? And I explained to him my dream. And he said, guess what came in the mailbox today? And that was my green card. And he said, and by the way, it's off-white. So once again, I had insisted, I had went uh, ahead despite the guidance of the universe. And I created a, a trip almost for nothing because my grandma recovered. That was not something big. And I did not have to go to France to try to find a way to provide income. And those are only two examples that came to my mind as I was preparing this episode. So what I would like you to, what I would like to invite you to do is to start looking at your life and seeing everything as a miracle. And if you don't like that word, that word, sorry, miracle, uh, change it. Uh, I don't know, universal intervention, universal assistance, uh, life's support, life's love. I remember that Louise Hay wrote a book with uh, Robert Holden called Life Loves Me. Maybe that's more your style. But seeing something miraculous or sacred in our everyday life will also make us special. And special we are. The universe loves us. So that's my first um, proposition to you. 
My second proposition comes in the form of an exercise. I told you about my stories and how the universe tried to help me and I pushed it away. I was like, no, I want it my way. Because I liked to be in control. I liked to know how things would happen. But life is not that way. And when I had doubts, when even sometimes it's very rare now, I don't think that I really have days when I doubt, but you can't say something is going to last forever. You don't know what's going to be in my life. I go back to those stories to show me, to prove to me that the universe is there for me 24-7, every minute, and it helps and it proposes stuff and it protects you even when you don't know about it. So, I would invite you to take a piece of paper, a notebook, in fact. I have a notebook for myself where I record all the divine intervention, if you want to call them this way, in the cases where, like here, it protected me despite my own stubbornness and the times where things fell on my lap. That totally unexpected gifts. And this happened many, many times. So sit down, take a moment, and you may have to do that in several sittings because when you will start, stuff will come back to your memory because of the way the, the brain works. You, you will have an interest, a certain focus on how did the universe intervene or deliver to me or gifted things, people, situations to me and write them down. Because on the days where you doubt, you can grab this notebook or this journal you can even buy a beautiful journal and make it a sacred, um, sacred journal and write down all the things you can remember when it was not your own doing or when you went even against it with your own doing and the aftermath proved to you that the universe was trying to <laughs> make things easier for you, but maybe you're like me. I was a control freak. And that will help you straighten your faith in the universe. That was my proposition number two. My proposition number three is more like an experiment. And I don't know if you've ever done affirmations, but that is an affirmation. I love, love, love Louise Hay's work. I loved uh, going to the Hay House um, convention. I, I forgot how it was called. You, I think it was the You Can Heal Your Life convention. Well, anyway, I lived in Las Vegas, so they were coming to Vegas before Corona. And Affirmations have changed my life too. 
So there are two ways you can do this affirmation. And I do both ways, depending on the day and depending how I feel. Certain days I feel more assertive and uh, I feel like I have the power to create my life. And on other days, I feel more gentle and, and grateful. So you can create your own affirmation. I'm going to propose a very simple phrase, a very simple sentence that when you affirm it, you're going to see how it creates results in your life. And that can be as simple as the universe is there for me. Or the universe has my back and it shows. I use this one a lot. It shows in my life. And then you will start noticing results. Or the universe is supporting me all the time. The other way you can do the affirmation if you feel more inclined to be grateful is... Thank you for all the support, protection, and assistance. Or thank you for always being there for me. And the universe knows that you're talking to the universe. Or you can, some days I talk to my tribe. Uh, the other day I put, I think, I can't remember if that was... Um, an Instagram post, I think, where I recently uh, was listening to an interview on Gaia and there was a woman who was talking about shamanism and she comes from, or she studied, she was adopted by the Lakota tribe, Native Americans. And they believe that we have 405 beings or guides accompanying us from the moment that we're born until we, we die. I always told my kids we have a tribe. And in my, in my tribe, what I feel is my ancestors, my guides, angels, of course, for me, God, the universe, whatever you, you call it, you can thank them too as a group. I feel so much love from them that... I always also say thank you for the assistance. Thank you for the help. Thank you for always being there for me. This sentence really reaches my heart and maybe it does reach yours. Or you can say, I'm so grateful that you're always there for me. For me, that word thank you, those two words, they are very alive. They are very rooted, roots in my heart. So see what works for you and sit down in the morning. What you can do actually is in the morning, you take your journal, your affirmation journal, or maybe you do them in front of the mirror, or maybe you do them while tapping to lower the resistance and say, the universe is always there for me or your version of it. The universe is always there for me and I see the results. The universe is always there for me and it shows. Whatever resonates and you say it at least five times and really feeling that it is true and even if at the beginning you don't feel that it's true, it's okay. 
say it as an intention if you don't yet believe that it's true it's an intention for you to to for it to become a truth and in the evening then you do the thank you for always being there for me and thank thank the universe for having been there during that day and maybe as you i would do it in writing it has way more power Maybe when you do that, you will have some examples of how the universe was there for you on that day. I know that for me, I always find a parking spot everywhere I go, even here where I'm living now in Israel. It's so it's so much smaller than the U.S. So there are more people, less space. Still, when I go somewhere with a friend, we always find a parking spot because I don't have a car. I didn't buy a car. I'm not sure I want one. I I take taxis and and I go places with friends or I rent a car if I need one. Other things, very small things. Are there things that are always there for you? I fall on absolutely lovely people when I go somewhere. When I go to government offices and that's probably because I believe that but you can also say thank you to the universe for that because even though you create the intention and you open the door the universe delivers so do that affirmation and come back in the Facebook group and let us know I'm going to do a post today about that with some examples in my life And I hope you'll be there too to give some examples in your life because when we see each other's examples, it also strengthens our faith. I recently was talking with a lady who's a coaching client who's also a friend now who was telling me that she was looking for a job and and before the corona she was looking but she was convinced that there were no jobs like she was looking for out there and that that couldn't be and i remember at the time telling her and she she was saying i don't want a job maybe i want to work for myself and but there was also some um resistance because of being self-employed is also coming with the fear of not being able to generate regular income. And what I told her was like, what if there was the perfect job for you where you felt secured and you worked with people who you resonate with? That's also a possibility. Even no matter where you are, no matter how old you are. And now that she, there was a corona and she worked on herself and, um, the perfect one version of the perfect job came to her. Randomly, it seems, of course, quote, unquote, randomly. And even, and she went to an interview. And when I see that, that strengthens my faith in the universe. Because even if she doesn't get that job, now that she knows that there is one like that, chances are there are others and that also confirms the fact that she's aligned with that possibility on a vibration level on a frequency level so that's the same for you when you will see examples of other moms of even miracles 
happening for a problem you have with your teen. Like I, I, I'm going to post one that I always talk about in the Facebook group for my teen. It gives you hope and it gives you confirmation that there is such a thing as the universal support and that if it happens for a mom, it can also happen for you. So that's what I wanted to share today. And for my listener who, uh, who asked the question, step into those three invitations, propositions, and apply them in your life and come back to me and let me know. I would love that. I would love your feedback. Give it a month of doing it regularly, of seeing things like a miracle, of recording everything you can remember in your life. And examples will, will be new ones because things are going to come in your miracles journal or in your divine interventions journal or in your universal support in, uh, journal. And affirmations. The universe is always with me and it shows. And thank you for your support. Thank you for your help, universe, in the evening just before you go to sleep. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.